this is how you begin to dominate your life you dominate the things that you can control you can control your words you can control your choices you can control your attitude you can't control everything that happens in your life but you can control how you respond to it welcome to think like a champion a podcast dedicated to helping you win in every way and enjoy every day now before we dive in I want to thank everyone who's written a review or shared this podcast on social media. Thanks for helping us to expand this community of champions. That's what we're here to build. You are a part of that, and every post, every review, it really does make a difference in helping us reach more people. So thank you, and keep sharing this. Please keep sharing this, especially today. I really think this is the key to our success in life, and everything that people are saying all over the world that are successful, it all comes from the Bible. All true success was God's idea. Now, success without God wasn't God's idea, but success with God. And the Bible is full of principles on how to succeed. And we talked last week about emotional intelligence And I want to continue to pick up there, but the emotional intelligence required to, or the emotional intelligence of our lives will grow and develop as we devote ourselves to developing ourselves. The smartest person in the room is the person that is committed to developing themselves. In 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12, and this is true in any area of life, but listen to what he says and what God gives us the prescription for true success. This is, this is being smart right here. Do not neglect the spiritual gift within you. So there's something here that we need to see as what God's prescription or God's package of ingredients for a successful, victorious life, whether it's in family, in your personal life, in business, in your finances, in your church, whatever the case may be, in your job, in your career, there's something speaking to us inside, our, the voice of God and our spirit, the spiritual gift within us. Too many people are neglecting the spiritual gift within them. In order to be all that God created you to be, God is spirit, and therefore he communicates by his spirit. And All the ideas you need, all of the motivation and inspiration you need is living inside of you when God is living inside of you. And God has put gifts in you. He says, do not neglect the spiritual gift within you, which was granted to you, which the word granted is a gift, granted to you through words of prophecy with the laying on of hands. This is a very powerful part of success a very powerful part of growing, and that is the spiritual gift within you. And he tells us that it was imparted to us when there was prophecy and the laying on of hands. So being involved in a spiritual environment of a church family is vital to true success in life because success without God, success without the body of Christ, success without one another, without community, is really no success at all. And so there's a spiritual element that 
many people are missing. So you can look on any podcast, you can look on anybody's social media, all the influencers that are out there, and many of them have all the right steps and the right principles, but they don't usually have the spiritual gifts, and they're not talking about the spiritual gifts. Paul is about to give us something really powerful in the natural, something that we can do in practical steps in our lives. But without the spiritual gift, if we neglect the spiritual gift, if we ignore the spiritual side, boy, there are, there are many who only focused on the spiritual side and not any of the practical side. And then there's many people on the practical side that focus on that and not the spiritual at all. And God is in both. And the fullness and the happiest and the most victorious life is in both. So Number one, do not neglect the spiritual gift within you. So we see it's spiritual, we see it's a gift, and we see it's inside of us. So we carry this power everywhere we go. You know you have a spiritual gift inside of you. You know that there's many gifts inside of you, and we need to develop those gifts. So the gift is free, but the development of it is up to you. The gift comes from God, but the development of that gift comes from you. That's why he says in the next verse, verse 15, take pains with these things. Take pains with these things. This, this verse has been on my mind for a while. And this word, take pains with these things. He says, be absorbed in them so that your progress will be evident to all. God wants your progress to be evident to all, but it's not about, it's not about, impressing people or needing people's approval but he's saying if you will not neglect the spiritual gift and if you will endure the pain of developing that gift everybody will know everybody will see it everybody will realize it when he says take pain take pains with these things it means practice them cultivate them develop them he means meditate on it. He means give yourself wholly to this. He says give yourself completely to development, the pain of development. So listen, in life, you get to choose what kind of pain that you're going to embrace in life. Everybody in life is going to experience pain. Every human being is going to experience pain. But we get to choose which pain we want to endure the pain of discipline or the pain of regret these are this is a choice that every person has the power to make we can choose the pain of discipline the pain of development the pain i know i talked to you on think like a champion a lot about this whole concept of development and self-mastery and self-government and self-control the reason we need the reason the world is filled with such uh, overreaching governments is because there's such a lack of self-government. The more self-government we operate in, the less external government that will, will ever be in our lives. Oftentimes people need external government because they lack any self-government. A person does need to be put in prison who harms or hurts other people or takes advantage of other people in illegal ways that person is unwilling to govern themselves and therefore they have to be governed externally 
we can choose to govern ourselves, as I've shared many times in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 32, it says, better is one who can rule his own spirit than one who captures a city. Better is one who can rule his own spirit than one who captures a city. So ruling yourself, governing yourself, developing yourself, possessing your own soul, taking control of your life, taking control of what you're thinking, taking control of what you say, taking control uh, and responsibility for your life and the outcome of it. That's where the joy is. That's where happiness is. That's where contentment comes from when you take control of your own life. And that doesn't mean that we take it away from the hands of God, but there are certain things that God controls, and then there are certain things that he gives us the control over. And we need to pay attention to the things that he's given us control over. So we have control over our thoughts. We can't control every thought that comes knocking on our door, but we can control which ones we allow in, in through the door, right? Um, we can control our words. We can control our attitude. We get to choose our words. We get to choose our attitude. We get to choose the people we associate with. We get to, we get to choose how much we're willing to develop ourselves. So do not neglect the spiritual gifts. So there's a spiritual gift, and then there is the development and the pain of developing that gift. Choose that pain. It's much greater than the pain of looking back a year from now. Because one year from now, you could be in a completely better place in your life. You can be in a place of greater health than you ever imagined, greater success, success than you've ever imagined, greater happiness than you've ever imagined, greater impact than, you, than you've ever imagined. If you make the choices that are congruent with victory, congruent with success. We were born to, to win. You are born to win. You are not born to lose. We are either winning or we're learning, but we are winners. You are a winner. God created you in his image, and he is a winner. He is a champion. All right, now listen, your worst enemy is inside of you, and your greatest act your greatest asset is inside of you. Think about that now. Your, great, your worst enemy is inside of you. It's, it's your unwillingness to harness and master self. That is your greatest enemy. Even the devil is not your greatest enemy because Jesus defeated the devil and God's words have power over the devil. Other people aren't your enemy, people that have hurt you, people that have disappointed you, taken advantage of you. No, your worst enemy is inside of you, but so is your greatest asset, so is your greatest treasure. But we've got to access that treasure inside of us. How do we do that? Let me give you some steps to do this, to practically devote ourselves to personal development, which is really what emotional intelligence is, and the most intelligent thing you can do emotionally is develop yourself. Number one, make your words count. Your words need to count. Make your words count. What does that mean? What is your word worth to you? Is it worth anything? Do you have faith in your own words on the inside of you with yourself? Listen, your word is the most valuable thing you have. Corporations and businesses look for people of value. They look for people whose, 
who their word means something. Listen, when you say, for example, I'm going to take this class, I'm going to learn this new skill, I'm going to possess the power inside of me, I'm going to listen to that podcast, I'm going to lose that weight, I'm going to budget my finances. When you say things like that, do you follow through with them? In other words, is your word worth anything? Because when you say something, we need to make our words count. When we say something, we need to follow through with something because the reason that's so important is because that creates an energy that Jesus calls faith. In Mark eleven twenty three, 23, this is the key. The key to faith working is to believe your own words. Listen to what he said. He said, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt what he says, it shall be granted to him. It shall obey him. Think about this for a moment. Jesus says, whoever says to the mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt what he says. If you don't doubt your own word, the mountain will move. But if you doubt your own words, I make promises that I don't keep and I say things that I don't mean and I, I'm constantly saying I'm going to get up at 6.30 in the morning and I, okay, l listen, if you don't believe your own words, if you're not carrying out your own word, the mountain isn't going to carry, the mountain is going to be like, what? You don't even believe, you don't even do what you say. Why should I do what you say? Jesus said the mountain will do what you say when you believe your own words. So you can build a pattern, build a habit of believing your own words by making the smallest promise to yourself and carrying it out. Make the, listen, I'm not asking you to make massive promises that you're going to change the world and you're going to save all humanity in the next 10 years. I'm asking you to make a promise to yourself out loud of something that you know will be easy for you to do. Like, I'm going to fold my clothes tonight before I put them away, or I'm going to make my bed today, or I'm going to spend uh, 60 seconds talking to God today, or I'm going to look in the mirror and smile at myself. Something as little as that. I'm going to get out of bed in 30 seconds, 29, 28, 20. You say, that's so silly, that's so stupid, that's something so little. I'm telling you, if you will learn the power, and it, I don't want to use the word magic because it's not magic, because it's real. But if you would learn the power that is in your own words, if you start believing your own words and carrying out the small promises that you make to yourself, it will train your brain and it will train your, it'll train your force your force that starts within you and affects everything outside of you, it will train your force to do what you say. If you will do what you say you will do, your faith will begin to work for you. And when you say to the mountain, be removed, it will obey you because it has to obey the one who actually believes what he's saying. Whew. Wow. If you could get a hold of this, I'm, I guarantee you one year from now, 
your worth will go through the roof. You'll multiply your value in this world more than you could ever imagine just by this simple habit habit of making your words count, making your words count, make your words count, make a promise to yourself. I'm going to watch this entire podcast. Just do that. Or I'm going to end this podcast five minutes from now. You could I'm going to stop watching. If you could see how your words fulfilled by you over and over in the smallest of things will create such energy and such power and such force that when you speak to the mountain, it will obey you. When you speak to your body to be healed, it will obey you. When you speak to your finances to grow and increase, it will obey you. When you speak and declare your whole family is coming to Jesus, it will obey you. Life will obey the one who believes their words. Believe your words. Secondly, believe your worth. Believe your worth. You have to realize that Jesus said, if God cares for the birds of the air and the lilies of the valley and takes care of each and every one of them, how much more will he care for you? Are you not worth much more? than these he says are you not worth much more than these and yet every every bird for example is fed life the universe people the 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 way that the the way that the earth operates the birds of the air are well fed and god says aren't you worth more than them the beautiful flowers on this earth the beautiful lilies of this earth they don't weave themselves they don't beautify themselves they're made beautiful by God they are clothed by God if God clothes the lilies of the field so beautifully are you not worth much more boy if you believe in your worth you begin to see massive improvement in your life. Because whatever you value, you will take good care of. When you buy a new car, if you buy a new car, the first few days or even the first few weeks, it's brand new. And what do you do? You really take care of it. But what happens after a few weeks or a few months or a couple of years? You're, you don't value, you don't feel the shiny new thing anymore, so you're not valuing it, therefore you're not taking care of it like you were. When it doesn't, you know, let's say it breaks down, so you stop taking care of it because, oh, this car is not worth that much. But you see, the thing that you need to get a hold of is you take care of something that you value. And so the more you value yourself, the more you'll take care of yourself. And the more you take care of yourself, the more you'll value yourself. I mean, taking care of yourself emotionally, taking care of yourself physically, taking care of yourself in your, in your lifestyle choices, your diet. Your, your Diet is everything. Like, you have to have the right diet of people. 
You have to have the right diet of food. You have to have the right diet of spending. Like everything needs to be on some sort of healthy budget in your life for you to see success. It's not that you can't be human and make mistakes. It's that you have to be building towards something. Build your words that, so that you can believe your own words. Build your worth by discovering your worth and by investing in yourself. These are things that can't be ignored if you want to truly develop yourself and see yourself succeed, whether it's in business, in life, in health, spiritually, physically, emotionally, financially. We need to get to the place where we hate mediocrity. Average needs to be your enemy. Listen, I got a good friend that wrote that book, Average, The Enemy Called Average, years ago. This is like 20, 30 years ago. And I'm telling you, when you get a hold of the fact that average is your enemy, then you stop settling for average. You stop settling for mediocrity. You stop settling for just getting by. We, we got to grow past the concept of just getting by, and we've got to Dominate every aspect of our lives. Dominate your day. You know, if you just start with, I'm going to dominate today. You don't have to say, I'm going to dominate everything the rest of my life. Just dominate today. Just come up with a plan of dominating today. It starts with your words. Speaking words of victory. Speaking words of, of success. Speaking words of blessing. He says in Numbers, the very famous blessing of the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face, make his face to shine upon you. All of those promises, he says, the way that you bring that blessing to pass is by saying it, speaking it over the people in your life, starting with yourself, speaking it over yourself and speaking it over people. This is how you begin to dominate your life. You dominate the things that you can control. You can control your words. You can control your choices. You can control your attitude. You can't control everything that happens in your life, but you can control how you respond to it. One of the things that, helped, that has helped me in life is when I have not been willing to stop with or settle with whatever I've accomplished. Don't ever be satisfied with your accomplishments. You have to be hungry and stay hungry if you want to continue to move forward in life. There's just something about, yes, that was a great accomplishment. There has to be time to celebrate it. There has to be time to, to congratulate yourself on a win and take, it, take life as wins. Take the little wins along the way, but don't be satisfied with it. It's not where you're supposed to settle. Where you're at right now in life, where I'm at right now in life, is not where I'm settling. And you can see greater growth come to your life even as you get older if you are deliberate with these things. Okay, so how do we, how do we continue to develop ourselves is we have to take inventory of what's inside of us. You know, when a person owns a business and they are selling a product, they have to constantly take inventory. They have to constantly be aware of how much product they have, when it expires, and when it's good for, and 
keep track of what they possess so that they can keep moving that product and make sure that they don't make more than what they are capable of selling, for example. So, but we have to take inventory of what's inside of us because when we know what we have, we know what we have to spend. We know what we have to use. We know what we have. We know what equipment and tools we have. There's a verse in Philemon in the Bible, verse six. And this is just a great little one chapter book in the Bible. And it says your faith becomes effectual. Verse six, your faith becomes effectual through the acknowledging of every good thing that is already in you in Christ Jesus. So your faith becomes effective. That that word in verse six is the word effectual. Your faith has an effect. Your faith is effective. Your faith accomplishes something. How? Through the acknowledging of the good things that are already in you in Christ Jesus. So it's by acknowledging what's already in you, by taking inventory of what's already in you, you begin to recognize and recognize what's inside of you, be grateful for what's inside of you and speak out loud what's inside of you. This is really important that in order to have your faith become effective, to have your faith produce massive results, to have your faith go before you, to have your faith accomplish and call forth those things that be not as though they were and your faith to move mountains and your faith to take territory and your faith to expand and your faith to grow and your faith to to succeed and your faith to conquer. Your faith is effective at all of those things when you acknowledge what's already inside of you. So you take inventory what's inside of you. Well, what, for example, in Second Timothy one seven, God says, I have not given you the spirit of fear, but I have given you power, love and a sound mind. So your faith becomes effective. It begins to work for you when you begin acknowledging what is already in you. So when I say God has not given me the spirit of fear, but power, he's given me power. He's given me love. He's given me a sound mind. I have the power to overcome negativity and negative emotions. I have love to to for myself and for others because of God's love for me and love will never fail and love will not fail and love will go before me and love will be my brand and love will be my life and love will be my commitment. And love will be my pledge and love will be my promise and I'll greet this day with love and I'll greet my problems with love and I'll greet all the people in my life with love and I will face my problems with love and I will overcome my problems with love. So you have not been given the spirit of fear, but power you got the power to overcome. you got the power to speak. you got the power to choose. You have the power to declare. You have the power to prophesy. And God has given you love. So you have love to conquer fear. You have love to, to heal relationships. You have love to, to overcome the hurt and the disappointment and the pain that other people bring you. You have it inside of you. Cultivate it by acknowledging it. And you have a sound mind. One translation of that word sound mind, it means you have healthy thinking. You have saved brains. Your brain is sound. The way you think is sound. Now, the way we the thoughts that we allow into our life aren't always sound, but God has given you a sound mind. So stop saying I'm losing my mind. Stop saying I'm out of my mind. Stop saying 
I, I, I can't, I, from the, for the life of me, I can't get a hold of this in my, in my head. I can't get my head around this. Stop saying stuff like that and start saying I have the mind of Christ. I have been given a sound mind. I have the mind of Christ. I can think like Jesus thought. I can think at his level because his spirit lives inside of me. Well, this is one example of developing and cultivating what is inside of you by taking inventory and then by acknowledging it and declaring it and giving God thanks for it and watch your life grow. I, I even believe that within the next week, your life is going to get better if you just follow the simple steps that we have talked about. No, make your words count. Understand your words have power. Understand the power of your worth. Make the choice to take inventory and discover what's already inside of you and begin to acknowledge it out loud and thank God for it. Recognize it, acknowledge it, thank God for it. Speak it. You will see mountains move. All right, we're out of time for today's podcast. Thank you for joining me on Think Like a Champion. I've got so much more to share with you. I've got six, seven, eight more steps we've got to talk about and keep taking ground and keep taking territory in your life. Keep thinking like a champion and keep experiencing winning and win after win after win. We are winners. You are born to win. Share this with someone who needs to hear it. Subscribe to our podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you to those of you who give. We invite you to give because that's how this program, this, how this podcast is expanded is through the generosity of the donors who give. Lifechangeschurch.com slash give is a place you can go and you can give your tax-deductible gift to a not-for-profit corporation that is here to build a culture of champions and a community of champions. We can't do it without you. So thank you in advance for giving and thank you for adva in advance for coming back and staying connected. Until then, realize God loves you, I love you, and you are more than a conqueror. You are a champion. Start thinking like it. God bless.